0: Greetings, everyone. My name is Ruben. I find that to be sufficient for now. I want to share something with you that occurred a short while ago while riding to Chesapeake, Virginia with a UVA student. Regrettably, the day we went on that two-hour pilgrimage, it was raining cats and dogs, and I didn't know if he continued to talk to me because he was trying to quiet his own spirit about being safe, or just make sure that I remained alert. But whatever it may have evolved into led us to where we are today because we had many interesting conversations as he inquired about my life and made me look deep within my soul at many things that had long passed but I had never articulated into existence. That is why I'm speaking with you today. I hope maybe it'll help some person find their way and be able to see that there's always something a little better if you will remain patient and hold on. I'm from a family of seven children raised by a single mother, who at the time only had an eighth grade education before she was seduced by a man who was already over 18. Unfortunately, statutory rape was not something that was well enforced in the minority community. Many people thought we weren't even human. But by the time my mother was 15, she had me, her second child, And by the time she was 25, she had all seven children. One presiding fact with her was that we, none of us, would suffer the reality of her fate. And she made sure that we all went to school. Not going to school was never an option if you valued your life. My oldest sister, Gloria, she finished college and became a registered nurse. I got out of high school at 15 because I, I did rather well, but I was a perennial, excuse the metaphor, smartass. And being that age and thinking you know everything and believing you do, that's a dangerous combination. So my mother... Decided I would not go to college at fifteen because I was too immature, and she made me wait till I was seventeen. I was raised in Brooklyn. Took me downtown on my seventeenth birthday, Hoyt and Skirmhorn in Brooklyn. And I thought we were going for lunch for my birthday, and she said, "Would you mind taking a test of me? I'm curious to see how you could do." I heard about it. I, said, I want to see if it's hard. And I said, "Okay." I took the test. I said, yeah, that was simple. Can we go to lunch now? And she handed the test to this man, and he said, yes, ma'am, they're all right. I said, of course. Can we eat now? Being as obnoxious as I was. And the man said, not just yet. Raise your right hand. (laughs) My mother enlisted my little happy buns in the United States Marine Corps because a parent could do that at age 17, not 18. And I was terrified because I never thought about going into something that structured. And yet, 13 weeks later, when I came home from boot camp, that little smart-ass kid was gone forever. And the Marine Corps had redefined my life. And up to the day she died, I thanked her for giving me the gift that makes me the man that I am today. For all of that to sort of make sense, let me take you back to when I was very young with it being so many of us and having a mother with a limited education. We never said something that kids say today. I don't want to eat that. Let me tell you something. What was on the table is what you ate or you starved. And not only that, he who ate last ate the least. You can believe I was always early, but I appreciated every meal because we often went to school and there was no free lunch. And often the only meal, full meal we had for a day was dinner. But our mother would never let us lose sight of educational perfection. I mean, she stayed on top of us. I wanted to go out and play basketball. She said, not until you read two chapters in this book. I didn't know what the book was. It was something medical. Do you know, 50 years later, I still remember that book, something I didn't even want to read. She manifested the habit of reading way back then. And I found, as I began to grow, The only company that I could really count on to spend time with were in the books that I would read. Because of the size of the family, the way my mother had to distribute her love and affection among seven of us, and remember, she only had an eighth grade education, there was a lot to learn. She was a personification of on-the-job training which meant a lot of mistakes. And because, because you go through that learning phase, you have to understand you had my older sister, Gloria. She was by herself because girls mature quicker than boys. And then she had me and William. We are a year and a half apart. Then Evelyn and Ella, and then Ray and Carl. So we had a sibling rivalry perfectly set up but unfortunately what she would do at times would tell me to do something and then later tell my brother to do the same thing william and he would take maybe 20 minutes longer to do it and she would say boy i know he's doing it well look how long he's been up there william was watching television but when you do things to alienate one child from another even if it's you don't mean you mean it in a harmless manner you don't know what you remember, and because of that feeling of isolation and alienation at times, I was not happy at home. I found myself looking other places. When I couldn't absorb myself in a book, I would just wander the street, never very far from home. I just didn't want to be in the house I guess I felt like it would punish her because she made me feel the way she did when she compared one to the other. That was the beginning of my running away from home, which I did more times than I can count, only to realize I was running away from myself. But by the grace of God, nothing ever happened to me. I was never abused. I was never caught up on drugs or drinking or smoking, these things never appealed to me, probably because of my literary development with reading. But I ran away. It was like I was trying to escape. I just didn't know where. And that has remained with me pretty much throughout my life. Although now I know that I can make sense of my wandering spirit because I am mature now. But that began the episodes of the wandering Reuben and how I existed with seven children and a mother with a limited education. As I end this first segment, I want you to wrap yourself around this. This lady with an eighth grade education, this is what she achieved. Gloria was a registered nurse, as I mentioned earlier. I have a degree, an undergraduate degree in transportation and civil engineering with a master's in business. My brother under me is a neurosurgeon in Seattle, Washington. Under him is Evelyn. She is a professor at the University of Maryland. Under her is my youngest sister, Ella, who is a school teacher and entrepreneur in Toledo, Ohio. And under her is Ray, who was a a city administrator in Durham, North Carolina. And my youngest brother, Carl, he died in college. He had a rare liver disease and no one knew until until it was too late. Well, when the two youngest went to college, my mother went back to school. By the time she retired, she had her master's and worked at the Norfolk Naval Hospital in the pediatrics department. This is an exercise in perseverance and steadfastness to making sure that her kids never lost sight of the potential they had academically because she knew that was the only road that would give us a success that we would one day seek. I look forward to sharing more with you about the next phase of my life when she put me into the Marine Corps. Thank you for listening.